From KVLU Public Radio in Belmont, Texas, this is Bayou Lands Talks, a companion podcast where we're sharing some of our favorite conversations with a wide range of guests that we've interviewed for the KVLU radio documentary series, Bayou Lands, a program exploring the people and places of Southeast Texas since 2016. I'm Shannon Harris. For this episode, we're celebrating National Take-A-Hike Day with a guided audio hike along the trails of Cattail Marsh in Beaumont, which originally aired on Bayou Lands in 2017. The tour was led by Chris Strass from the Magnolia Garden Club. Fair warning, it was a sunny day in December, so in addition to plenty of ambient nature sounds, there's also quite a bit of wind. We hope you enjoy. I'm here with Chris Drass, the chairman of the Wetlands Committee for the Magnolia Garden Club, and she is generously giving me a tour of Cattail Marsh this morning. Tell us a little bit about the origins of this habitat. Well, um, it was a natural wetland that had been used for rice farming, and the city in 1993 converted it to a constructed wetland because they needed to get excess ammonia and other contaminants out of the water. The main water utilities department facility is about a mile downstream, and the water flows from there through eight what they call cells, which are different water compartments, and they flow at different rates, and they may move them around based on what they're trying to get out of the water and how what shape that cell is in. They test the water daily and then have a composite sample at the end of the week to see how we're doing with our water, and we're doing great. So um, what they didn't really realize was that it would become this amazing wildlife habitat. And as soon as they found that out, they opened the facility to the public. And it's open during daylight hours, all year round. Occasionally it might be closed for maintenance, but that's not very often. And so you pretty much, because of where Beaumont is located, we're on the convergence of two major migratory flyways, the Great North American Central Flyway and the Mississippi Flyway. And so the bird population here is phenomenal, but it's not just birds. There's mammals and reptiles and amphibians, and I'm sure today we'll probably see some alligators because the weather's so cool and they have to get out and uh, warm their bodies up a little bit. Right. It's a beautiful sunny day. Uh, Hopefully we'll see some out sunning themselves. Yeah. (laughs) There's 12 miles of hiking, walking trails. You can even bring your bikes out here. How did the Magnolia Garden Club get involved in this project? There is a birding classic called the Great Texas Birding Classic every April, and some members attended that, and they count, you count as, you have teams, and then you count as many birds as possible, and it was just an eye-opening experience, so we got interested. Magnolia Garden Club does a lot of work in conservation, which you might not think gardening and conservation go together, but if the earth is not healthy, then your garden is not going to be healthy. So we really focus efforts on conservation. And this fit right into that. So we um, began meeting with the Beaumont Convention Visitors Bureau and with the Water Utilities Department. And really the need came that they needed an education center, someplace where they could bring school groups out and reach out to the community. And it's located, Cattail Marsh is only one mile off of Interstate 10. So it's an easy destination and so many people travel it would be you know a great break when you're on a road trip and it's just it's kind of a hidden treasure that Beaumont doesn't even realize that we have. 
Yeah, sometimes the greatest treasures are right in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and this is definitely one of them. So you can see all the plants throughout the marsh. The main one that really does the majority work is called bulrush. And the city now has their own nursery where they will harvest excess bulrush and then put it in their nursery. And then when they need to replenish the wetlands, they can, they actually, it's a self-maintaining facility. So the water comes through in the, it's really the microbial action on the roots of the plants that cleans the water and it takes, it settles some of the sediment, it converts some of it to food for the plants. It's just an amazing biological process. And wetlands are so key to protecting our coastal land. They provide a barrier right. in times of storm. This wetland was here during both of our hurricanes and did very well. Great. There was a little bit of re building and cleaning up that needed to happen, but overall they really survived both of those hurricanes very well. Looks like some ducks out there. And this big egret. Do you have any uh, horse riders that come out here as well? There are people who ride horses out here. Um, pretty much anything is allowed. They recommend that you don't have dogs out here off leash. Mm. And that's primarily the whole alligator issue. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want anything happening to a loved family pet. They have not had any issues with alligators, and they don't want to. In fact, when I've seen them out here before, they don't even move. They're just, there's so much food for them that they really are not interested in anything else other than, you know, where they are, they're happy, they're, it's a perfect environment. You were mentioning about the conservation and the wetlands effect on floods and situations like that they are a huge climate stabilizer and so they have that value too but you know climate change is a big buzzword right now well the wetlands really temper everything they keep it more evenly stable and it's just it's a big plus factor to have all these wetlands around us. Right, it's a good thing for us <laughs> right. locally. Yes. Not to mention the fact that it's just a great resource for folks to be able to come out so close to their homes to enjoy nature and get close to nature. <laughs> yeah, this is just 15 minutes away. Yeah. Well, and we're walking on one of the levee trails right now. They're very well maintained, they're easy. It's a level hiking trail. There's 12 miles total, but you can make a two-mile loop, a three-mile loop, six-mile loop, whatever you're... And there's always joggers out here. And you said it's open every single day during daylight hours? Right, right. So on holidays when you have company in town and you want to show them the real mm -hmm. southeast Texas, you can bring them out here. So as I mentioned, it's not just the birds that are out here. The insects that have found this to be a wonderful habitat, the mammals, the reptiles, the amphibians, it's really been great for all of them and provided them a safe harbor and a good place to make their home. They say that as soon as teal season begins in the fall, the next day the number of teal ducks quadruples in the, in the marsh because they recognize this is a safe haven and right. the hunters can't get in here. <laughs>
at all the birds. Oh, there's a Look, that's a roseate swimpool. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's amazing. It's really a marriage of city government and conservation working together. A public-private partnership. Yeah. Have there been any other cities that you have modeled this project after? Or are you maybe setting a standard that other cities could learn from? Well, we definitely believe Cattail Marsh is worthy of national attention and has so much potential as a great outdoor classroom. Cattail Marsh was the largest constructed wetland when it was built in 1993. Now those facilities exist in every state. So definitely it's been studied by engineers from across the world to try to bring it home and replicate in their own countries. The water level is always the same hmm. as opposed to a natural wetland where there's fluctuations in water mm -hmm. level. So this provides a constant year-round habitat and some of these birds have made it their permanent home. So you'll always see something out here and you know it's so pretty at this time of the year but July and August it might be a little bit hot but there's always wind, no mosquitoes, the fish eat all the mosquito eggs so well, there's no mosquitoes even in the you know that's heat of the summer. <laughs> that's really important information to know. I mean that and that's so surprising. You would expect the mosquitoes to be really bad in the summer. Right. There's not that issue at all. So what is your vision for the education center who you'd like to serve and what you have to accomplish? Well there's over 20,000 school children that have easy access to this so we're hoping to provide not only elementary age, but all the way through high school. Lamar University and Texas A&M, several other universities use this site for scientific research. So with an education center out here, it just will provide them a better facility, some laboratory sinks, that type of thing, that they could do some of their work. Look at that. There's something moving around in the water. <laughs> but the education brings the conservation of wetlands to the forefront. And that's really what we need to do is to help people to understand their, how vital they are to our world and how we all need to work hard to save them. You can even make a wetland garden in your own backyard. The amazing thing about Cattail Marsh not only does it solve a vital human need, cleans our water, but then it provides this amazing natural habitat. Look at all of them. I mean, we're witnessing hundreds of birds out here. Hundreds. Yeah. This is thousands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris, so much for bringing me out here to see this treasure, and we wish you the best of luck with your project. And thank you, Shannon. Thanks to our guest for this episode, Chris Drass. Cattail Marsh is located where Babe Saharas Drive dead ends at the back of Terrell Park in Beaumont. If you enjoy the conversation shared in this podcast, please remember to share and subscribe to Bayou Lands Talks wherever you find your podcasts. You can also listen on NPR One along with other podcast offerings from KVLU Public Radio. And join us on social media at 91.3 KVLU Public Radio on Facebook and Bayou Lands on Instagram.
Bayoulands Talks is produced in the studios of 91.3 KVLU Public Radio in Beaumont, Texas by Shannon Harris and Jason M. Miller. Thanks for listening.